Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to roll! He's taken another one, and another, and Howard Foster has stopped it! Wow! That is going to be controversial! That's a crunching right hand, and that must finish it! It must finish it! Taylor trying to catch himself, using his jab, eats a right hand, another right hand! Hello, hello, we are back and we are back after a huge weekend in boxing. Um, welcome to another edition of Raps on TV. I'm your host, Kojo. Listen, just want to say thank you to everybody around the globe that keeps on tuning in, keep on making us big, keeps on making us huge and allows us to grow. Where well, it was a historic weekend, a massive fight between Joshua and Klitschko, two giants, and I mean that when I say giants, that showed us what the world of boxing really craves for, passion, heart and mystery because nobody really knew who was going to win at the end but anyway we're going to break that fight down during the show and we're also going to be discussing a huge clash viva la mexico or mexico uh chavez versus chavez jr versus canelo alvarez over to my co-host in home well what a buzzing weekend <coughs> the fight the fight lived up to expectations in it yeah, the 100%. setting was set Ninety thousand fans at Wembley, I mean, it looked glorious, didn't it? It looked yeah. absolutely amazing, and what a fight. Mm-hmm. What an amazing fight. I mean, the buzz is still strong. The hype is going strong. We've got comparisons with Ali. We're talking about the first billionaire boxer. Yep. Maybe the return of the Gypsy King himself. And also, we've got Wilder. And what I can only say is the envy of his fans <laughs> over in the States. And all I'm going to say is get the fuck over it, man. <laughs> we'll get right. into that. Yeah, so we've got... Great news for that Raps on TV as well. We've got endorsement from the WBC. Very privileged to say, direct from the president's mouth himself. We're also going to be having a ticket giveaway to join Raps on TV at the Brookfield Spence event in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, lines will be open intermittently. Call us on 01506243403 to join the conversation. And don't forget, tweet the show out to your mates as well. Perfect, perfect. So as Enam went, that said... Uh, it happened in Wembley and uh, 90,000 people were in the stadium to, and they were treated to a spectacle. Before I go on, I just want to add, um, just to c- kind of really sort of emphasise how big this fight was um, and the numbers that support that. So we know that it's officially 1.5 million UK pay-per-view buys, which is huge. Um, 890,000 HBO viewers in the US, 659 viewers on Showtime and 10 million RTL viewers across Europe. So, I mean, on the whole, you're talking about 12 million people tuned in to watch an absolute feast. Um, For me, um, it was a spectacle of what boxing is great for, heart, power, pride and drama. Um, I said this was a 50-50 fight last week and I believe that was really proven. Even during the fight with two knockdowns, either fighter had a chance to win. But ultimately, in the 11th round, AJ got the win from the depths of the village in Nigeria that he came from, and he got that win. Um, I did predict that AJ would finish well later on in the fight, and well, he won in the 10 and 11 rounds in in the 11th round, and I did say that, so more than happy with my prediction. But we're going to break down the two fighters, and I'm going to get straight into it and ask Enam a question. Enam, what were your thoughts on the fight? Break it down for me, son. Yeah, listen, I was going for 11th round uh, or late KO by Klitschko. Mm. And to be honest, the fight was going in that direction. I would say no one, no one ever thought AJ would come back strong in the second half and pull off something like that. I don't think anyone, any of the analysis was coming along those lines. 
But, not I after mean, the knockdown, especially. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, what can we say? I mean, the fight started off strong. I thought Klitschko was doing really, really well the first three or four rounds. Okay. Controlling distance. He had AJ on the back foot. I've never seen AJ on the back foot like this before, mm-hmm. you know. And then in the fourth round, he came out like a train, didn't he? Joshua just came out of the stumbling box, and he, I think he just took Klitschko by surprise. Yeah. I, think that, I don't know if that was the plan, you know, give him the comfort, give him the confidence, and then suddenly he just came out of the blocks from nowhere, and he was on the floor. I thought the fight was over. I really thought the fight was over, and it's just testament to the elite fight that he is. He just yeah. shook it off and just carried yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, just to kind of go against that, I actually felt that Joshua started the fight the faster and stronger fight. I felt that he was slightly more active. I felt Klitschko was doing some good things in terms of really being on the back foot by evading the jab, but I didn't see, I didn't feel that he had much. So I'm going to say going into the fifth round, I had Joshua up by three mm. to, to one. Um, I felt the fourth round, Klitschko definitely started the faster. He came out, moved straight towards uh, Joshua and he landed with a slightly bit of a right, big right hand and then the right hand started coming into it. After he got knocked down, he mm. also hurt Joshua. That was a but this I'm talking about yeah. before. I'm talking yeah. about before. Yeah. So I felt that he started to bring the right hand into play. But I felt for the first two, three rounds, he didn't really do it. I felt he was quite meek. Um, and I definitely say I didn't feel that Joshua was in awe of Klitschko, which is, of course, a good thing. Um, when the knockdown happened, though, and this is obviously in Joshua's favour, um, like I'm going to be honest, um, up until that point, I was I was sat there and I was thinking, Jesus, like it happened... And in the flash second, I thought, he's going to do him. But then I looked at Joshua, and I have to say, in my mind, and we're going to go into it, I was I was displeased with what I saw. Um, Why is that? Why were you displeased with what you saw? Um, do you not think he had the killing instinct? You should have finished him off? Well, it, this immediately, if, if I felt like he had celebrated after getting that knockdown. I didn't feel that he went back into his compo- corner, because I think mm. you've got to remember that it wasn't a one punch that knocked him down. Mm. It was like... Obviously, flurry, yeah. it was a flurry of punches. And actually, you could argue that it was more his force because yeah. as they were up against the ropes and they were kind of... Uh, Klitschko was trying to get him into the clinch. Yeah. Um, Joshua kind of used his force to put him down. So I yeah. would even argue it was, more, it was some of his body weight, mm. not just punching power. So um, that's what I would say. But just a quick question for you before, because I know we're going to be going on and just dissecting this. How would you describe the Klitschko performance? I loved it, man. I mean, I've, I mean... The way I see it, I think the guy lost on age, mm. you know, in in a nutshell. You know, he's 41 years of age. His uh, strength to take, you know, his ability to take a punch is probably not as strong as it used to be, mm-hmm. number one. His powers of recovery clearly not as strong as they used to be. Mm-hmm. That's just going to come with age, right? You know, on the sixth round, you got. I mean, if you compare the two knockdowns, Klitschko's one was far more devastating, right? Oh, it was 100%. just one punch, man. You could hear that fun. I mean, it that was, was a beautiful boom. sound. Boom. You just heard that. All you see is that guy go down like a log, mm. right? And the way he stood up again, AJ, he looked gone. Mm. You know, and uh, if this was 10 years ago, even six, seven years ago, mm. Klitschko would have had the energy to finish AJ off. Mm, Let's be honest, right? You know, uh, that thing is, I mean, what we saw was someone far more technically better than Mm. AJ, right? I was, and I I think, I think the the response on social media, the response to the fans, the stadium Mm -hmm. show that and reflects that. And Mm -hmm. I think he understands that because he's gone away saying as well, Mm. he feels he's got a lot more fans from this. And I think, oh yeah, I was, you know, uh, to be honest, after I saw that knockdown from him and I saw the way he was fighting, I thought, for what man, I thought we wanted to be doing this. I was like, I'll start rooting for him, I'll be honest. Mm. Yeah, you okay, know? no, fair enough. And, yeah. you know, just to I'll add to that, I was impressed with, with Klitschko. Um, I don't think we can 
we, we can beat around the bush. This is the most exciting Klitschko we've seen in years. Mm. So Probably against Styles, Styles for mixed fights. I think definitely since Stewart, even when Stewart came into it again, it was all about that jab and strong arming guys and using the jab as a defence. But um, I definitely felt this was the most exciting. Um, I think he showed immense heart. Um, because he got up off the ground, um, off the canvas, and not so much in the eleventh round, obviously, but especially in the fifth round, the fact that he got knocked down, came back, and actually began to use his ring IQ and generalship to get his second wind, and then start because you know we talk, everyone talks about the knockdown, but actually, if you remember closely in the fifth round, whilst uh, they were kind of going through some exchanges, he caught AJ with a left hook, and mm. that was the real punch that began to trouble Joshua. Oh, well, this is right. It's and in that the fourth was the, round, yeah. In the fifth round, yeah. That was the one, because it was after he had been yeah. knocked down. Oh, yeah, So, yeah, actually, sorry. that yeah, shows yeah, yeah, immense heart yeah. to get knocked down mm. and come back and less than 10... I'm sorry, more 10... Uh, 50... A minute later, you've now turned the fight around yeah, because I once think, he had landed that left hook, I felt he was beginning oh, to. Oh, hundred percent. I think was that, in his, was I, in his I way. think it was a combination of him going down. Mm. AJ got a bit gassed out, and mm-hmm. then Klitschko caught him clean with that left hook. Yep. And I think that took the wind out because towards the end of the fifth round, if that mm. round was longer, Klitschko probably would have taken yeah, him out. It was a fifteen-round fight. Yeah, I mean, you know that that round, if it was you know if it was mm. earlier in the round, he would have because. By the end of the round, AJ was gone. Mm. Right? Shoulda, woulda, coulda. You know, and, and no, no. But what I'm trying to say is, mm. if you come and that then followed into the next round, yes. You know, he followed into the next I round agree. because he was still gassed and he came out and mm. that beautiful, right, Sweet. man. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, even like I said, we I laugh now because the reaction, but at the time you could see he was sizing it up and you thought, is he going to get it? Is he going to get it? And there's like a delayed reaction. Went, Bam! Bang. And, and then, then like, it was a delayed reaction. <laughs> you, just, you just stood there and just went down. And boom. then boom, like boom. a light switch. But listen, yeah. we're going to go out to the lines. I know the listeners have got a lot to say. So we're going out to 269. I want to say that this is Jason. I'm getting better with the names. 269, the floor is yours. Hello? Hi, how you doing? How you doing? I'm Is Jason? I'm good, man. It's Jason and uh, dude, yeah. Jason, how you doing, how man? You doing? Quad has got these numbers locked down to a T. <laughs> He's like a it. robot. <laughs> I wish. He better have. Quad, <laughs> I heard your comment. Yeah. Quad, I heard your comment about um, you predicted why. I thought you said um, a couple earlier rounds, but anyway, I predicted the eight. Listen, I, I thought round. that as well, but I was not going to say that. I'm gonna, we're going to get the we're producer gonna, we're gonna to play back. We're, we're going we're, we're, we're to give that to Koch because that's his first prediction he got right. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <In> 30 shows. <laughs> <laughs> I predicted round seven, but I was totally wrong. But yep. it was a good result anyway, yeah. I mean, uh, one Excited of the things about that you guys the fight? were about last week. Yeah, um, so it's a quick thing. One of, one of the things that you lot were talking about last week was we haven't seen Andrew Joshua fight on his back foot. Mm-hmm. And I think he done very well. Mm. I think he done very well, you know. But Klitschko, again, I have to give props to him as well because he done fabulous. Mm. You know, we, I mean, we say for a 40-year-old, he done well. But, you know, if Mayweather was to come back and fight now, you know what would happen. Would mm. we say the same thing? Yeah, that is true. We wouldn't. We, we, we would, we'll talk about the class of Mayweather. I mean, obviously, it depends on the opponent, but you're right. The class of Mayweather. So, no, I agree. I, I get where you're coming from. But I will say, go back and listen to the show before you go, Jason, and you'll hear, I said, 10, 11, AJ will come on strong. <laughs> I think you said, okay, I, 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 you said I, I, early. I, I think you said early. Wait, go back and listen. Okay. <laughs> I remember these I predictions. I will definitely go back and listen. Wicked, wicked. But thanks for calling. <laughs> what about AJ, no, no Coach? Nice what, what do you think about AJ's performance? Like, oh, okay, um, Jason, stay there. I'm, I've half-muted you, unmuted you. Um, what do you think of AJ's performance, Jason? 
to be honest with you, when AJ knocked down Klitschko, I was shouting at the TV saying, no, it's too early. Don't mm. do it. Don't do it. Mm. And he'd done it. And then I knew he would get gassed out. Yeah. But, you know, after the next couple of rounds, I was just sitting there waiting for him to basically get finished off. And he didn't. And then I thought, you know what? He's still in it. He's still in it. Then 10th round, 11th round. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, wicked. Appreciate that. So we're going to go to another call up. Um, again, thanks for the support. 779. No robot business. I, I, I'm not familiar with this number. 779. The floor is yours. Question or statement? Yeah, hello. Danny. How you doing? Danny there, yeah? Yes. Hello. Uh, yeah, man. This is Marcus, man. Marcus. How you doing, man? You all right? Yeah, man. I'm all right, man. I thought I'd ring in, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, thank you very much. Still, man. Appreciate for the support. Yeah, man. What, what do you think of the fight, no, Marcus? It was a great fight, man. Yeah, man, but Glitchko had him, man. Glitchko, after about fucking 10 rounds, he thought, do you know what? I'm just going to try and coast it, man. He could have he had him if he wanted to, man. That's, that's what I'm saying. And uh, who were you more impressed with out of AJ and uh, out of Glitchko? Well, Glitchko, really, because it's the first time I've seen him actually engage, you know? Like, mm. he didn't mind to take a punch to land one. Mm. Too many years he's been holding, leaning, and that's all on his ties. He had to fight, you know what I'm saying? So... No, man, his, ch- his chin's better credit than everyone gives him, you know what I mean? I mean, how big a performance was this from Anthony Joshua as well? I mean, everyone's forgetting, right? He's still a novice. He's, you know, this was 19 fights in. 19 no, fights yeah, in, and he's fighting for a unification fight. He should be a contender in the real world, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, with the limited experience he had, right? I mean, he got through that fight purely with heart and also ability as well. Come on. You know, he didn't have the experience, no, the fact, yeah, 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 but course, purely man. through the his ability. Back in round 11 just shows it, man. And what do you think about the whole, whole experience, you know, the whole show itself? What does it show about British boxing as a whole, Marcus? No, it's back, man. It's the place to be, in it, man? Mm. That's it, that's it. Them, Amer- them Americans ain't stacking stadiums like this, man. A hard represent, man. That's what we're getting. We're getting envy from the US, you know. Envy <laughs> from the US. <laughs> I, don't, I was getting envy from the US. I think we're getting envy from Wilder fans, you know. And it's, it's a bit annoying, to be honest. Oh, uh, Wilder. The guy was getting outboxed by a contender in his last fight. He's just oh, lucky no. he's got power. Oh, no. Wait, I'm, not gonna lie to you. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, Marcus. He's got, I'm bomb skills. squad. He's technically, he's terrible. <laughs> you said it here. <laughs> I'm, I'm bomb squad, but I would never deny technically he's not the greatest, but neither is Joshua. No, he's got but, power, though. But no he's got lie. power, he's and this is heavyweight. Yeah, and, and in this heavyweight division, I think that counts for almost as much as yeah, great, good technique. Yeah. But listen, this is it. This is it. So listen, Marcus, thanks for calling in. Please continue to call in and listen to the show. We really no, appreciate really, that. Absolutely. Thank you Thank for calling you. in, Marcus. So we're going out to 251. 251. Floor is yours. Hello. Yeah, how are you? How, you, belt, how you doing below the belt, Marcus? How are you doing? Deep? Not too bad, thanks. Not too bad. Just hanging in there. Got a bit of man flu, but you know. Ah, <laughs> man. Keep with it, man. Lemon and ginger, mate. Lemon and ginger. That's the way forward. Yo, uh, yeah, no th- thank you for calling in, mate. Um, question or statement? Question or statement? Uh, statement, I guess. Yeah, okay. I think I think we witnessed definitely, without dispute, the uh, best fight of the year so far of AJ and Klitschko. Mm-hmm. Um, it was almost like watching a Rocky movie, the way those two went at it. Yeah, you know like what? The I, other guy just said a minute ago. I've actually Klitschko, seen... best performance I've seen from him. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I've actually seen someone put a video together with the Rocky music in the background. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it goes, it goes, <laughs> it goes well in hand. It was pretty much like a, a Rocky show. Absolutely. And AJ, I think he answered all the questions as I've heard a few people say. 
about himself. And I think even Klitschko, I think Klitschko, he should actually retire on that. That was almost a victory in a way to, mm. to put that level of, 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 of um, performance on. And he's away from home. Clearly out, 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 out of his, out of his comfort zone, mm. and he went to war with AJ, man. Mm. I mean, I mean, the way I see it, mate, is like he he is top, easily still in the top five, right? I mean, if he had dropped out from the top ten, I would think, okay, it's time to retire. But on that performance, he would easily beat most of the contenders. Mm. And you know what? He'd probably beat all the tough champs as well. Let's be. I think he would take Parker. I think he would take right? Parker. I think yeah, he'd probably definitely. take Wilder as well. I don't think he would take yeah? Wilder. Okay, well, you know, I think he would. Yeah. You know, but he might get sparked out. Yeah, yeah but technically he could. Mm-hmm. And you know what, yeah, right? I think I f- technically. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. there's a big market still for a rematch with Klitsch, uh, with uh, JJ. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, yeah. I've read reports that China offering $100 million for a fight out there in the bird's nest, mm. you know. So my, my thing, I think he should carry on, mate, yeah, to be I honest. Definitely think he should be, I definitely think he should carry on. <laughs> What do you the only think? reason why I think he should call it a day is because he's achieved so much in the sport already. What is there really like? Will he have the drive? Like, what is there? What's he really fighting That's for? It's point. not money for him. I know, yeah. I know, but I mean, the what's way I would answer about? that, the way I would answer that is, I think following this performance, I don't think he's been as popular as he's ever been following this performance. You in the UK that's though? True. That's the but. Don't forget, I would put a caveat and say that's in the UK. Out in Europe, out in Germany, he's been very popular. Mm. Of course, this has taken him to a next level, but I think he's been doing pretty well out in Germany mm. for many, many mm. years. Mm. Packed out arenas, not ninety thousand. I understand, but, but one, ninety thousand was Joshua's fans anyway. Yeah. I wouldn't even say there were ten thousand Klitschko yeah. fans. I know, but what I'm trying to say is the manner in which he was winning before and those fans they were, it was there it was yeah with Klitschko school but now the, mm. the performance itself has created a new persona this, you know? I think this was a one-off but thanks for your call D um, uh, yeah, D, D do you want to just talk about before you cut me off? yes yeah 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 I, I think I think what I'd really like to see is actually Klitschko v Tyson Fury I'd still like to see that yeah. I think that'd be good for both fighters yeah. mm. I think if any and that's a good point that's a very good point I think there's still some unanswered questions D um, below the belt TV I know you guys have got some videos coming out do you want to just give a shout out to who you've, who you've recently interviewed and let the listeners know yeah, where they can absolutely. find you I'd definitely like to give um, give give everybody the heads up on Robbie Davis Jr you know he's an up and coming light welter very 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 good boxer he's, he's predominantly on ITV Sport real real good boxer mm-hmm. um and we had uh, Pascal Collins on not too long ago as well. Nice. Uh, brother of Steve Collins. He had those legendary fights with Eubanks, you know. Trainer, Perfect. yeah. He's a trainer, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, nice. That's Wicked. right, yeah. yeah. Do you want to give out your Twitter handle as well? Do you want to give out your Twitter handle and Instagram, Instagram account? Yeah, no doubt. Um, Twitter, at Below the Belt TV. Uh, the same with uh, Insta as well, at Below the Belt TV. Perfect. By all means, please, all boxing fans, check it out, man. From yeah, the guys, check it out. Check, check it out. The guys out. get good, good, solid interviews for Perfect. and doing a lot of lot of stuff for boxing. All right, cheers, cheers, D. So we're moving out to 855. 855, we've got to take the calls in. I know you've got a lot to say. 855, floor is yours. Hello? Hi. Hello? Hi, this hi, this is Aziz, Aziz, Aziz. How you doing, Aziz? <laughs> You're right. I remember you from a while back. How you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. I haven't called it a long time, so I'm really happy to be called it tonight. Good, and good, well good. done to you guys. Well done, well done. Thank you. Question or, question or statement, Aziz? Um, I think I, I, I'll tell you what, I'll take the statement. Yeah. Um, I think that, that my statement will be for um, AJ and Klitschko. Um, <clears throat> I think if AJ was was, was fighting um, a boxer of his, of his own age, I think he would have easily lost that fight. Yeah. 
I, I think I think 100%. a lot of people accept that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it was it would have easily lost that fight. And um, but the fact that um, Klitschko actually stayed till about till the eleventh round before he got knocked out, I have to give him a massive credit. And I actually think he won that fight. You think you had him ahead on points? <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? So I, I, I have to give it to him. But I'm not too sure about AJ getting to that billionaire spot yet. Yeah. <laughs> not with that sort of skills. And, and um, I mean, I wish him all the best. You know, but I'm, I'm a massive supporter of AJ. But I don't think he's got that skills and technique to actually fight someone of um, uh, so like, like someone a like, wild some very aggressive. Guys. Some, yeah, do you know what I mean? Some someone aggressive like. Um, like Tyson, mm. like Tyson. I'm not talking about Tyson Fury because, as far as I'm concerned, he's gone. Is it? <laughs> you can't come back from that. I know, um, but I mean, like, yeah, in the current, so, what is that? Is in the current climate of boxes, I mean, who can yeah. you see that would truly, really be AJ besides maybe Wilder or Tyson Fury? There I isn't. Mean, I can't think of anyone. I mean, I, I, I think I, I think I would go for Wilder definitely. Yeah. I think he might knock AJ out. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think even, Fury, Fury can't come back from. His, his current predic- predicament. Yeah. You know, he can't really come out of it because um, he's got a lot of things going on for himself um, in that aspect. But the only one person I think he should, I don't think he should fight, fight Wilder yet. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm scared because he might get knocked out and yeah. I, I really want him to, um, to actually fight some other, fight some other boxers. Mm. Um, yeah. Like the same, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, interestingly, like uh, a lot of uh, the Wilder fans have been using it as a source of criticism, saying yeah. he never says Wilder. Yeah, Eddie well, Hearn well, never. So listen, is this, let me. Let, yeah, so thank you for calling in. Um, keep supporting the show, and we'll take it. And we'll take it. We'll take it onto another caller. Nine eight five nine eight five coming out to you. Hello there. How I, you doing, fellas? How you doing, yeah. Mister Appia? How you doing? Are you alright? Yeah, not a long, bad. Long time. Dan, where you been? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boy, I've been trying to get in touch, but like sometimes the phone don't connect properly and things like that. And oh, but I'm mate. back. <laughs> <laughs> good, yeah. good, good, anyway. good to hear from you. So, <laughs> yeah. question or statement? Yeah, I'm no. pretty certain it's a statement. Uh, statement, right? Listen. Yeah. Great fight, great fight. Saturday night, right? I, I would, a fight I would love to see is mm-hmm. AJ against Tyson Fury. Yep. A fit Tyson Fury. Fury. With his, with his head in one piece, right? And his mindset, right? AJ gets picked off and schooled all night, yeah. right? That's what I feel. That's what I feel. Another thing is, lads, you've got a top show going. going. It's a good thing. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank and you. that's all I've got to say. Thank so you very much. Is. Question just on, just on that, D, though. In terms of Joshua, did you see many flaws? Did you see... Or were you impressed with how we fought on Saturday? Uh... He done, he done well because obviously he, he, he gassed out, didn't he? Mm. And to find and to find the power from from literally nowhere and win the fight, put on his ass to recover from that. That's a true champion, isn't it? Yeah, it is a, going. that is a fair question. That's a fair point. So thank you very yeah, much for calling, Indy. Keep the support. Your night. Good to speak to you as well. Thank you very much. All right, take care. Bye bye. So, Inam, question for you. Um, how would you rate the coaches in terms of their influence for the fight and the instructions they seem to set their fighters out with in between the rounds, given there were two knockdowns? How would you rate the coaches? Um, I'm not going to say too much about Jonathan Banks, mm. you know, but 
Robert McCracken, I think, done a great job. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he, you know, he clearly saw that AJ was hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, was giving him the right instructions. You know, kept him strong, kept him motivated throughout the whole fight. Because yeah. you've got to bear in mind, you know, there was going to be a lot of pressure on AJ's mind. You know, mm. ninety thousand fans. He's got the whole nation on his shoulders, mm. right? And he's taken a battering. You know, he's gone down hard. Just think about, it. put yourself in that, put yourself in this position. Mm-hmm. You've got the weight of expectation on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. You've gone down in front of ninety thousand fans. Mm. You're gassing. Mm-hmm. You've run out of energy. Yep. Right. You're thinking this guy could take me at any time. Mm-hmm. That's his dreams quashed. This billionaire dream is quashed. Mm-hmm. Everything's gone. Yep. Right. For him to get through all of that, not only did he take incredible heart, determination, mm. motivation, but mm. his coach was partly responsible for that as well because he kept, you know, yeah. gave him the right tactics, mm. told him to keep on the back foot, told him to get his energy back mm. and finish Klitschko off in the late rounds. And he was telling him, he was telling him, mm-hmm. he's tired, he's tired, finish yes. him off. Yeah, you know? exactly. And so, and, and, and so what I'll do is I'll speak about Banks and um, I have to say I wasn't impressed. And the reason why I say this to you was because I feel that in their tactics, they underestimated AJ. Now, us as fans, analysts, what were we saying beforehand? Can AJ go to later rounds? What's going to happen if he gets knocked down? You know, yada, yada, yada. And I felt that if you're looking at it from a Kraken's point of view, rounds seven, eight, and even a little bit of nine, you would have wanted Klitschko to be dominant with the jab, landing the odd right from here now and then. But then AJ was using his feet a lot better, circling the ring, Hmm. clinching, slowing down the fight. Before you know it, ding, ding, the the round's over. Um, I don't think Banks... Anticipated that, and I felt in between the rounds what he kept saying to Klitschko was he can't outbox you, mm. but he can knock you out. Yeah. So this is the heavyweight division. Outboxing yeah. you is not is is not your for, should not be your forte. So from my well, point fear, of view, the fear is Joshua is a KO king, you know. But at that point, you could argue like I mean we're going to get into the scoring, but from rounds eight and nine, you could see that Klitschko was clearly dominant, and this is where I feel that maybe they didn't prepare themselves enough to be a bit more explosive and be able to put a bit more pressure. Earlier in the fight, we had seen a different Klitschko, definitely from rounds five onwards, um, especially when he faced adversity. But what I would say is that, you know, he didn't. Uh, he should have told Klitschko to maybe put the pressure up the ante because Joshua was clearly hurt. And when you watch the fight back, you see that he wasn't doing anything. His hands were so low. Um, mm. He had... Throughout the fight, Joshua would come in with a high guard. Yeah. One, after once the knockdown happened, he had a low guard. His mouth was constantly open, begging for breath. So, but to for be me, honest, I can't say that Banks employed the right tactics. But to be honest, right, what I would say is <coughs> Jonathan, Jonathan Banks' defence is this, right? Mm-hmm. Look, Klitschko is going to be an all-time great, yeah? The mm-hmm. guy has had something like 68, or well, this is going to be his 69th fight. Mm-hmm. He's got all the experience in the world. He's fought everyone under the sun. He's probably seen every scenario under the sun. He's been trained by the late, great Emmanuel Stewart. Yeah? Do you think Stewart would have said the same thing to him? But Probably not. But what I'm trying to say is, Klitschko, in his own mind, he would have known what he would have had to do in that situation. And I think he just didn't have it in him anymore. I don't know. but I know? Don't, That's my personal opinion. I mean, opinion. so then that's when probably people might say the age could come into yeah, it. Yeah, I think it was. You know, That's what it is. This was, this was what we're saying. I think <coughs> everyone's saying that if this was six, seven, eight years ago he would have had the energy and the stamina to go in there and finish the job. Mm. In his mind, he's also probably thinking, it's a gamble, isn't it? Mm. If he goes and tries to finish the job off, 
He probably knows how much energy he's got left in the tank. Mm. If he just puts it all out there and he's thinking, fuck, still got six rounds to go after this. Do you see what I'm trying to say? I mean, yeah, personally, I wouldn't agree with that. I'm Obviously, I'm not a boxing coach, but I felt that looking in the corner, I felt that's what you would have wanted from Banks. That's mm. where he would have earned his money and been mm. a, had a bit more foresight to say, well, look, AJ could have come in late. You see what I mean? He needed that um, to have a bit more foresight. Um, mm. Thoughts on the scorecards? I, I, I felt Klitschko was winning the fight. I felt he was winning mm-hmm. the fight. When when the point that Joshua put Klitschko down for the second time, I thought at that point AJ had levelled the fight out. Mm-hmm. By the second time, he went, I thought, right, that's it, the fight is over. You know, I can mm-hmm. only see I can only see two things happening at that point. I could either see AJ gassing out again and it could turn around in Klitschko's favour mm-hmm. or he's going to get sparked out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And And that's eventually what happened. I felt I felt Klitschko was ahead mm-hmm. at the point that the fight was fight was finished, and I, to be honest, I thought the Sky commentary was quite biased, you know, as usual. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, um, looking at the scorecards and Joshua being ahead, um, it was a bit of a sour taste. We know the knockout happened at the stoppage, sorry, um, but why I would say that it's a sour taste is because at the end of the day, it's going to feel like it's too much of a home cooking, and you would argue the defining round in that fight was the fifth round because Joshua knocked Klitschko down, but then he came back. Mm. He, he, you could argue Josh, Klitschko finished much stronger mm. and dominated that fifth round still, mm. um, even if it had been a 10-8 round. Yeah. But then from round six onwards, Klitschko was clearly winning 6-9, to nine, clean. Clean, and it yeah. was a 10-8 round with the mm. knockdown. So for me, I was a little bit like, okay, even in my mind, I had uh, Joshua winning up until the at the end of the fourth mm-hmm. I still had Klitschko up mm-hmm. leading to the stoppage that's right yeah, I had Klitschko Cl- 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 yeah. leading so to, s- to see the rounds that the judges had given to Joshua mm. I thought what are you looking at and um, it would have been very disappointing because if it had gone to points and yeah. Joshua had won a points decision yeah. I think British boxing's reputation we'll go would, down the would have been ruined go down because the that was a fight where all eyes were on it so mm. yeah what's next for Joshua uh, coach um, good question um what I would like to see from Joshua, um, disappointed he called out Fury straight away. I do think I'll give him a caveat and say there was the hype and all the kind of banter going back and forth during the week. So I think that's why he called out his name. Um, I think he should face one of his mandatories. Personally, I don't see why Joshua shouldn't face Pulev, which they'll probably give step aside money, or Ortiz. I don't think you can even try and call out Fury now because you've earned so much respect getting this name as a defeated, you know, a, a legend. You've defeated a legend. That's mm. on your CV. To now go and say you want to fight Tyson Fury, who's, who must be at least six to ten months out, mm. ready, fight fit, preparation. Do you see what I mean? Longer than that, man. It's Look, that's what I'm saying. That's me being generous. That's that's me mean? being generous. That's me being generous, bro. So for me, I think he should fight his mandatories. They're good defences. Either one of them would give him more credibility because if he beats Ortiz, we've all thought that Ortiz is a tricky Southpaw Cuban, great on his feet, good power as well. Um, if Joshua knocks him out, regardless of what's happened previously, you can still say, bam, that's another notch in his belt. And it basically goes against what he says, you know, because Eddie Hearns about, says, AJ isn't about the money. Mm. He's not about the money. And but this... there was an article in The Sun specifically today Yeah where Hearn contradicts himself, which is probably one of the reasons he was booed, man. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's right? Hearn is Hearn. Clearly, clearly, you know, you know, he's made that statement. He said, I've heard, you know, like AJ's in about the money and then he makes a statement today in the sun saying, look, it's possible that we're going to give up the IBF belt if the Pulev mandatory is forced on us. Yeah. Right? So, 
you know, why you're not following and respecting the sport and its rules. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're clearly going after the money fights, and you're saying that. Yep. The other thing I've noticed as well is there's no mention of Ortiz anywhere. Yeah. Right? Ortiz is the WBA mandatory. Yeah. Any interview you hear, they will talk Pulev, mm. they will talk Tyson Fury, they, they will talk, talk Klitschko rematch, but yeah. Ortiz never comes Ortiz into the and equation. Wilder. Well, Wilder, yeah. none of those names come into the discussions at mm. all, right? Yeah. Me personally, What's your I'd like thoughts? to see. Me, well, me, well, me, first of all, I'd like to get to see the rematch. Yep. I think Klitschko, if he wants the rematch, he deserves it, he should okay, get they've it. They've got a rematch clause. Yeah. So, yep. You know, if if that happens, that happens. If that doesn't happen, I think you're right. Respect the sport, mm. respect the mandatories. Yep. Right? Don't hold the bailouts hostage. Yep. Yes, you've got the money, but that's taking the piss. Yeah. You're using your financial advantage to take away the rights of these other guys who yep. have done the same thing in the sport they've trained they've gone running they've taken beatings to yep. get to that position to win that chance yeah, they've right? gone through eliminators give him that chance yeah. and I think also for Joshua he's in a very tricky situation because if he doesn't take his mandatories you then say well who else should he really fight Yeah. I mean and unless it's Parker or Wilder for unifications that's, if it's not mandatory it's unifications if it's your furies of the world I'm sorry um, as much as I got a lot of respect for you, um, I don't think this that's the right way to be moving because Josh um, Fury is clearly not ready. Um, so, for me, that's what I would say. Um, what, I mean, again, so I've just kind of criticised it. What do you make of him calling out Fury? I think like sometimes when people fighters finish a fight there's a lot of emotions mm. running right yeah. and you see that you see mm. that you know they've just had an arm but they've had a slap fist yeah. you know emotions are running high so people say a lot of things they probably don't mean mm. right and to be honest you know he said it in a quite an affectionate way mm. yeah, you know, he, there wasn't any malice there wasn't he, malice he said I it in agree. an affectionate way mm. right you know and I think deep down they both like each other mm. because Tyson Fury is defending him, defended him on social media recently yeah. where some idiot has wrote, written an article by AJ mm. And Tyson Fury's come and said, "This whoever wrote this is a complete dickhead." Mm. Yeah, so yeah, but I think you're right. I don't think he meant it because if he did mean it, it's a bit, you know, it's it's a bit, you know, it's not sporting because mm. we know Fury is in a very poor place at the moment. Mm. He's weighing something like three hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, I mean, to get hundred pounds off, how long is he going to take? I mean, when I look at the size of him, and I th- I'm going to get, I'll give him an A star just for losing all of that weight because yeah. that's going to be a tremendous like. Uh, feet, feet let yeah. alone getting into a ring again with exactly. some of the big champions he's got multiple cases of drug allegations to deal with I mean, where's he going to get a license from as he well there's the so many question marks I mean to be honest there's, there's probably so much money in the AJ Tyson Fury fight that the BBOC will give his license back you can say that you but not, don't forget I mean it's the drug class 8 they've got to be like at the moment, boxing's in a is in a is in a is in a good spotlight, mm. you know. And I think they're going to be very careful. And also, don't forget the comments that Fury's made in the past. You know, Logan used to always say certain things you do put you two rounds down in the fight. And I just, I just don't know if they like what Fury brings to boxing. I think fans love it. It's that unpredictability, you know, the banter. Um, you see him on his Instagram and everything, but I think the professionals, I'm not sure this is who... I mean, look at it, marketer's dream, Joshua Fury. We said it last week, it's, it's Joshua. So, um, from my mind, um, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I, I, I was critical of him saying that, but I think you're right. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I think it was the adrenaline and so forth. So... Yeah, but it's a fight I'd like to see. Yeah, I'd like to see like maybe a year, like year, two years down the line. Yeah, I'd like to easily, see that fight easily. You know, um, I mean, like for Tyson Fury to come back, mm. uh, uh, coach. Like, I mean, say he gets past all of this, you know, we say it's going to take six months, say, to get his weight off. Mm. 
you know, do you, do you think he's going to need a couple of fights to get back into rhythm? For Joshua, I would say probably one tune-up. Mm. Just the one you'd be thinking Just enough. the one. Yeah, okay. Because I think his skills are his skill sets. I think mm. once he's got his, 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 his foot once, just to kind of expand the lungs, get mm. hit, you yeah. see what I mean? It's that yeah. different right. mindset so and physical attributes. That, How do you think that fight will pan out? Um, Fury AJ. If, we, if we're being totally honest, um, I think given after what we saw last night, um, I think it would probably be just a boring points decision for Fury. Yeah, I have to agree with you. I, I think he's six foot eight. Yeah, you know, it's orthodox southpaw. He's one of the best switch hitters exactly. that's going out there, especially at heavyweight. You know, like what he done to Klitschko, prevent him from hitting him. You know, and that's to a legend. You know, what I mean, and we out saw, in his hometown. You know, and what did we say? We saw that. Clearly, Klitschko was a technically superior fighter. Yeah. Yeah, so technical superiority beats AJ. Yeah. His youth wasn't there. His age wasn't there. That's why he couldn't finish the job. Yeah. So essentially, what we're saying is we've got even more technically superior fighter mm. who's of the right age. Yeah. Who's bigger as well. Mm. Six foot eight. The reach with a longer there. reach. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a... I think, I think, I think, I, I, I think it will be, it could be an interesting fight, but I just don't know how much Joshua is going to be able to improve to be able to deal with the unpredictability of, of, of Fury. You know, is he going to be able to hunt him down and, and cut off the ring in such yeah. a way? I don't see him doing that. Is he going to be able to get the range right? I don't think. One of the things I didn't like about Joshua um, was when he was, you know, when Klitschko was throwing the jab out, I felt a lot of the times the jab was coming out and rather than sort of Joshua looking at him flush, I felt that he was closing his eyes and so there were these little naive sort of inexperienced fighters that were kind of like telltale signs that mm. I thought mm, I wasn't I wasn't like even when he was throwing his punches there wasn't the, the technique wasn't mm. right of it being a straight right so um, done well I'm not taking any, any discredit away from him but I'm uh, not credit, discrediting him but yeah that's what I would say so Inam is the heavyweight division back? Yeah I would say so yeah I would say so you know everyone's talking about it mm-hmm the heavyweight division is one of those divisions that brings the masses back to boxing. Mm. And I think this fight has done that. Mm. There's no doubt boxing has gone mainstream. Yep. You know, you hear things like, you know, you hear women on the train talking about, oh, who's this guy, Joshua? Wow, mm. I like him. Yeah. You know, you hear shit like that. Mm. Yeah. You know, there's so definitely gone, you know, it's gone, yeah, it's gone mainstream. Speak to our sound engineer out there, yeah. Mr. Lucas, <laughs> probably into boxing now. Yeah. Streaming you know? and on, listening to it on the radio, getting the combination together. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, heavyweight boxing is definitely back. Yeah. That's all you're hearing now, yeah. all you're seeing on social media. Sky Sports. Sky, I mean, Sky Sports. Sports is the real testament. Exactly. You know, people are talking about Wilder. Mm-hmm. They're talking about Joshua. They're talking about Parker. They're talking about Fury. Yeah, it's definitely back. There's, there's at least two or three years of solid heavyweight fights, isn't there? Yeah, 100%. Um, and, you know, you're talking about... You know, you said something earlier, um, which I still would like to see, but I don't want him to turn... I don't want it to be a sad ending like he becomes a gatekeeper, but I still... I agree with you, uh, Klitschko could continue, and I think he could give a lot of... He could challenge a lot of people. I mean, if even if I said to you, Klitschko versus uh, uh, Dillian White, you might you would look at that fight. Do you see what I mean? I think people would watch that I fight. I think it'd be really easily, though, to be honest. That's what I'm saying, but yeah. White's one of those... Really unusual, fight, you know what I mean. Yeah. I, you, you just you think he's easy to get out of there, but then if he puts his mind to it, he's coming for a fight, a huge payday for him. So Dillian White would really be motivated mm. 
to try and perform. I don't think Fishgold would get modified for that fight. And, that's, and that could be the know. difference, but yeah. then it could still sell out in a big arena. I yeah. still think, you know, O2 would sell out. If I think, like, Klitschko's at that port stage of his career, you know, he's not after money. He's significantly wealthy. You know, he's yeah. only going to do it for the right challenge now, isn't he? Yeah. And, and I think that's only going to be someone like Klitschko, uh, Wilder or Joshua, I reckon. That's yeah. one of the two fights exactly. we'll take. So, so we're going to go out to the Lions quickly. Um, we've got our man, the... The, the, that we call the knowledge, I believe it is Spencer Fearon. Hello, how you doing, guys? We're doing well, Spencer. Spencer how you doing? You're right. What are you saying, man? Thank we, you for calling in. We're good. We're good. Thank you. So, Spencer, give us your thoughts on last weekend's fight. Uh, last weekend's fight. Um, let me think. Um, I thought Luke Campbell versus Dallas Perez um, was an any climax in the ending. It was. Seemingly a, good, a decent fight. Scott Quick, um, you can see he's trying to learn things now that he's with um, Freddie Roach. He's trying new stuff. Mm-hmm. He's trying new stuff in his, in, his, in his repertoire of 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 punches, and I was pleasantly surprised because that was a very entertaining fight. So yeah, did anything else happen on the weekend? Nothing no, else. No. Before you go and say that, I just I just wanted. To, I agree with you. Actually, I thought Scott Scott Quick actually was quite impressive against his opponent. I felt. Really, he's, I won't say schooled him, but he, there was no opening for Sion to get in at all. He couldn't land big shots on him. I felt that the, the, the position in terms of the range that Quig showed to land the jab and bring in, bring in the right hand was really good. So, yeah, I, I, got, I agree with you. I was impressed with that fight. Yeah, I mean, Scott Quig's done, done, um, done really well. Katie Taylor is Katie Taylor. She's yeah. fantastic, mate. Seriously. Yeah. She's the um, female equivalent of Lomachenko. Yeah. She's that good. Yeah. So, and they're talking about her fighting for a world title next. That's ridiculous, right? Mm, I mean, she's got the eliminator. She, that was an eliminator that she that she fought, that main K. So, yeah, this, apparently that is next for her. So, amazing. Yeah. It will be and, like and Lomachenko. She'll win, and, she'll, and she'll win that. She'll win that as well. She'll go on to become a world champion. Um, and... I would say on a legitimate title should be Britain's first world champion because I think the 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 other girl holds the WBC crown. So yeah, that'd be an incredible, incredible um, um, feat for her to have done within a year of turning professional. Definitely, no British fighter won a uh, no British fighter won a, or well, she's actually Irish. Well, no no fighter from from our shores has won a. Uh, a world title in, in in quicker time, so fingers crossed for her. Yeah. I think she's absolutely excellent. Yeah, no, I'm sure she will. Spencer, do you think there's a, a big enough market for women's boxing if uh, Katie Taylor became a champion to you know she, that she could headline her own show? Do you think Do you think we're reaching those kind of levels now? Well, I was there at 2012 when she won the gold medal, hmm. right? Um, I was there. And it was ridiculous, the cacophony of crowd that she brought down from Ireland okay. to support her, mm. right? So there must have been, I swear, I, I kid you not, there must have been about 2,000 Irish men and women out to support her, right? Mm-hmm. And that's an Olympic, that's an Olympic final. Mm. So no doubt now, right now, with how everything's been drawn to boxing, how um, Eddie Hearn has rejuvenated and revitalized boxing in this country mm-hmm. and loads of people don't want to don't want to admit it because it's some some for some strange reasons like eddie Hearn's name is like the antichrist yeah. but you have to give you have to give credit where it is due yeah. and what that guy has done he has made boxing accessible 
to not even the casual fans of boxing, but sporting fans. The casual sporting fan will say, right, I'm going to tune in to watch such and such, yeah. right? So all the credit in the world. So I believe that, yes, she can headline her own show, especially if they do it up in Belfast, it'd be ridiculous. That's what I was going to say. I think the location is going to be key. I think if she does that in, in, in Belfast, I think, without a shadow of a doubt, she, she, that will be a sellout. Um, and even in London, if you get the right for sort of guys on the undercard, I think it will be massive. Um, going back to what you just said yeah, there on Hearn, um, I do think with Hearn, I think the hate is for a mixture of reasons. Um, I personally wouldn't say they're valid. Um, I think a lot of people do need to give him credit. I think working with Sky... No, they, no, 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 no. Any, any form of hate has to be valid for people to hate I think the criticism, but well, there's that, envy as well. Space envy. That's what I was going to say. I think you link it more to envy rather than I think it's not warranted. When you say, when you listen to some of the criticism, and I'm not, I can't say I listen to all of it, um, but what I do see, there isn't any logical reason. I just feel they feel maybe it's his persona. You know, he's, they say that he's a bit of a car salesman. His dad also had the business, and it was handed down to him. I think that comes into it yeah, more well, than. Well, wait, wait one second. Wait one second. Wait one mm. second. Right, let me tell you this now. Right. No, nobody has died and come back and told us what he's like on the other side. So you've got to think eternal life has to be for your children first. Mm -hmm. So Barry Hearn has, Barry Hearn's done the right thing. He's saying, right, I want my son to be better than I am, mm. even though the task of what Eddie Hearn has got to go and do, because the reins could have been given to him, right? It's Which so they had been, and he just messed it right up. But fortunately for him, the reins have been given to him, and he's, he's sprinted with it. He's gone <laughs> clear with it. So... I can't knock what the guy has done. And exactly. I'm not, I'm, I don't want to hear people's oh, well, it's because I'm at Sky, why I'm saying this. No, I'm just being real. No. The guy has done fantastically well for British boxing. And anybody turning around saying he hasn't done, I hate him. That's what I'm saw, Now, imagine this now. Wait, where, where, where is this one out now? The guy, the guy has had um, 70,000 people in three years turn up at Wembley. Mm. Right, Carl Frotch, George Groves, two, was 70,000. Mm. On the weekend, Andy Joshua, Vitaly, um, Vladimir Klitschko, sorry, um, that had 90,000 people. And there wasn't a spare seat in the house. Yeah. So yeah. therefore, if you don't want to props the guy, that's you lot's business, but I'm going to props him. I've got to give you, I've got to say, right, real, real. <coughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and that's it. And this is what I'm trying to say, Spence. I think if you're a fan of boxing, you can't hate on the guy. Whether you might think he overcooks or oversells fights, that's his job. He's a promoter. But you cannot hate the guy if you are a fan of boxing because really and truly, the last well, four or five I'm years... I'm just being real. I'm just being real. Yeah. And I'm if you like, real. you know, if, if you understand business as well, I mean, you can see the guy is a proper top-notch businessman. You know, it's a combination of the two ways... You know, well, he's, he's he's taken boxing as as a, as a you know within the global world. You know, boxing in the UK is so significant now, yeah. primarily due to Eddie Hearn. There's no ifs or buts no, about that. Thing, you know, exactly. And go right, back. right, right. But don't get twisted. He's had good people around him, right? He's had mm. good. He's had a really, really good tutor. Yeah, which we don't deny. So he's Eddie, not, he's not looking. I'm saying he's not looking at it as as the 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 boxing fraternity per se. Mm. He's looking at this as Eddie Hearn, I believe, could be a concept promoter. Mm. Do you understand? Yeah. And that's why he's got that crossover appeal to the fact that he's got young boys running around in his office. So they're going to know what's hip, what's trendy. And not only that, but what is truly hip and trendy, he aligns himself with it. Yeah. So I can't, I, like I'm saying, I can't knock it. I got big, seriously, it was amazing. 
here's one on the back of your your, your neck, right? You watching Anthony Joshua versus that was a guy because yeah. a lot of senses which people didn't want to speak out about would thought Annie Josh was going to lose that fight. But they didn't want to be on TV and say that. But I know a lot of guys who were giving their predictions didn't think Annie Josh was going to win that fight. <coughs> there you go. And, that, and that's the truth. Everybody so, said, oh, Joshua early, but if it goes past six, he's a goner. And what round is stop me? Stop the guy in the, in the, in the 11th, in the 11th, <coughs> in the Style. Exactly. So, Spencer, before before I come to you and ask you get your opinions on the fight, Eddie, you are listening. Make sure that checks in the post, please. We've just done a great review for you. So, um, yeah, thank you very much, Eddie. Uh, <laughs> no jokes. Yeah. So, 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 Spencer, what do you think of the fight? Eddie, 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 it's a business, though. Spencer, so the Spencer, final weekend was Spencer, what do you think about Wilder in the whole mix and where he stands? You know, if if, if well, the... nobody now. Okay, I mean, if well, the... nobody. Okay, now, if the. I'm two... tell you why it's nobody. Okay. Anyhow, you can look at Big Wilder. Wilder was a big giant. What's he six six? I mean, two hundred forty pounds, right? He's a big dude. Uh-huh. Wilder got balloted by Tony Bellew. Verbally. I'll say, I think he would get splattered. I think Bellew would get splattered by Wilder, to be honest. Tony Bellew badded him up. I don't want to hear no argument out of Deontay Wilder. I like him. He's a nice guy, but he got badded up. And also, he was in awe. You listen to the Sky commentary. The fight the fight is now on... Uh, it's being shown on Sky, so you mm. can get on Sky catch-up. And Deontay Wilder found a take back. Because he said to himself, like, I don't get this love. Yeah. And no one don't know Deontay Wilder. Mm. No one don't know Deontay Wilder in America. Let yeah. me tell you that now. I know people close to No one don't know you. Mm. Yeah, he's not as big as right. name is. Imagine it? that. Right, right. So therefore, all the credit in the world should be given to Andy Joshua for the way that he performed. You know what I mean? Les Brown, the motivational speaker, said, like, if life knocks you down, try and fall on your back. Because if you can look up, you can get up. And round six, that's exactly what Anthony Joshua did. And he was he was more hurt at the end of round five than he was at round six. He knocked Thank down Klitschko. And then Klitschko, Klitschko said, I'm not, taking, I'm not taking this from you. I'm going to put it on this little kid. After after Klitschko gets knocked down, he's like, Anthony Joshua didn't know what to do. Yeah. Do you understand? But that raw, uh, authentic um, toughness that he's got to that came out of him. Mm. That was the fish and chips there. That was proper Niger. That was food. That was, <laughs> That's what Koj was saying. That was, that was, that was from the, 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 the air from the <laughs> villages of Nigeria. Trust me. <laughs> lifted him up. Right. right. It was a powdered so, jam. And also, we got, we got, yeah, we got, yeah, exactly, loads of powdered yam as well, you know that. <laughs> also, we got, we got to give a lot of credit to Robert McCracken, not for yep. the tactics he presented, because I don't think he gave that to Andy. But the fact that he kept Anthony's mind in it, like, come on, son, he's blowing, he's an old man, put it on him now. Mm. That, that, that I've got to give him a lot of credit. I was very, very surprised with Klitschko in not throwing body shots because mm. yeah. um, listen to the HBO commentary and their breakdown. Uh, Max Kellerman saying that you could see Welch's big red marks in the Klitschko because yeah. of them hard body shots. That's, that's what I mean. Right. And they, they, they played dividends in the fight. It was a very, very good fight. Um, it's kind of weird. It's like there's certain times I'm watching Andy Joshua and saying, you know what? 
I'd love for you to, to roll your head a little bit more, mm. right? And it was after he gets after he gets knocked down and people come to him and he rolls like he was a welterweight. Mm. Do you understand? Yeah. So he's got so much in his repertoire that he's not even showing us yet. And yeah. that's the exciting thing about him. I think he's, he's definitely got a lot to learn and, and we're going to see that or hopefully that we're going to see more from him in terms of his ability to learn. I think I agree with you. At times he was he was, he was was slipping and he was rolling um, but it felt like he was kind of doing that automatically even when punches weren't coming. It was just on autopilot. But yeah, it was extinct. It was, it was, yes, it was extinct. Exactly, yeah. but, but you can't fault him for that because he still had the, the frame of mind to be able to do that which a lot of guys can't. So. It is, exactly. Yeah. You understand? And gone are the days where we're saying like, oh well, because he's a big muscle guy, what we take take the muscle into later rounds. He take he took that muscle into later rounds. We all give him all the credit, all of his team as well. Mm. There's a lot of guys like you know what I mean, like um, KD David, mm. you know what I mean, Freddie Cunningham, you know what I mean, Skins. There's a lot of guys who who were Bengal. He's a security guy who's his cousin. Mm. Boxing. All of these guys, right? At the time when he was getting stuff. Well, had their had their head in their laps praying for him. Mm. That's a that's a real camp because that's a real camp. Yeah. And I say like all 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 credit to because he all of America is talking about him right now. He's big. He's big. Yeah. All of America. Yeah. So Spence, thank thank you for calling in. Listen, Spence, we need to get you back in the studio with us, sir. Huh? So we're gonna reach out. You guys are doing what you're doing. Yeah, keep on pushing forward. You guys are going to be breaking bigger numbers than what I'm doing on for Ringside Talk to Talk. Thank you very much. We can only dream. We can guys, only dream. Guys, that was Spencer Fearon from very much, Sky's Spencer. Ringside Talk to Talk. Ringside Talk to Talk. Make sure you check them out. Sky Sports every Wednesday. The podcast and the show is online Available on Sky on Demand. Available on iTunes. Yep, iTunes, yes. iTunes and Sky yeah. On Demand for the show. Really great, informative hopefully will be one of our competitors soon so um, listen we've been going on we've been yapping about this AJ Klitschko fight again um, we were really happy with that uh, I think every if you're a fan you cannot complain about what you saw in that fight um, I just have to be a bit egotistical and see if I can get this so bear with me one second if you hear a bit of background noise in terms of the decline but I felt with Klitschko two years that's four years it's nagging feeling that Everyone's talking about it. Yes. All right, so before I kind of give my prediction, what I will say, and I'm going to be a bit combined with it, but I do think... Oh, is this your prediction from last week? Yes. Is that what you're getting? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So listen. We can listen to that later, man. reputation of boxing back to the light. I think your Chisora's white, even though we enjoyed those, but I think it's going to be cagey. I think it will be an intriguing fight. I think we're going to see Joshua push back, but I just can't see how... Klitschko can deal with the power and speed of Joshua and I think even in the later rounds if they've been training the way they've said they said they will I think it's going to be a bit too much to overpower it's going to be a bit too much for Klitschko and he will overpower him so myself I'm going with Joshua 10-11 oh well done not well done just to make sure just to get some so Jason if you're still there yeah that's a sick prediction 10-11 and I said it how it it kind of played out but listen um, Canelo versus Chavez a huge fight taking place this weekend uh, fight taking place this weekend Um, and um, you know uh, I'm going to quickly just go into it the two fighters both from Mexico fighting for the pride and honour of the badge um I mean, we're talking about two guys that have come from a different background. You know, one is the son of a legendary fighter, Hall of a Fra- Hall of yeah. Fame. Um, he enjoyed all the lifestyle his father's success brought. And then you've got Canelo, who's the son of a family that sold ice cream and is really from the gutter, from the streets, bottom mm. to the top. Um, 
is this a good matchup for you? I don't think it is. Right? Why? A um, couple of reasons. Uh, Chavez Jr., I don't think fans have ever taken the guy seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would agree yeah. with you. Yeah. I don't think he's ever taken boxing seriously himself. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember the last time the guy fought, to be honest. Um, he fought earlier this year. Um, do, 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 he fought, Did he fight? He fought... Yeah, I'm sure he used to fought earlier this year or back in last year. But, but it wasn't, what I'm trying to say is, you know, he's nobody special. He's, nobody he's, special. he's irrelevant Sorry, in boxing now, year, isn't it? Yeah. Is he relevant now? I mean, when did he fight last year? Early year? <coughs> December. He was in right. December, yeah. You know, so, I, you, know, I, you know, I don't, you know, I think whoever he fought, I don't think that performance was good as well no, from what I can remember. So, you know, in terms of fighting elite level fighters, he's been at the game for a long time. Mm. That's the first thing. It's a big matchup in Mexico. You know, that's why they've done it. They've marketed it well. Yeah. You know, the whole of the legend. Cinco de Mayo. You know, Cinco de Mayo. Created a special belt. You know, the guy who had nothing has come out of the race. Amazing storylines yeah. into war tiny, mm. you know. But in terms of a pure boxing match, I don't think he is. I think, you know, everyone seems to think it's going to be Canelo on points. I think Canelo's going to take him out, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I know? mean, we're going to get into that. And I'm know, glad. But one thing you got... Yeah. Listen, you know, yeah, I think you'll take him out. You know, like... The, yeah, I mean that's it, man. I, I think I think Canelo will take him out. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, we'll go on to it, but I mean, I agree with you um, and what you said about Chavez. I think it was obviously he lost to Montar uh, Martinez, um, he lost to Fonfara. Um, in between, there were fights where he was just lazy. He just came into the ring overweight. I think mm. didn't he come in at least five or six pounds overweight once? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it There's was no absolute no discipline. Um, the reason I'm intrigued by this fight is because of what's at stake. And I feel that he's definitely going to be more motivated for this fight than he has been even for his title fights. I mean, if you think back when we had Tevin Farmer, Tevin Farmer said, listen, I fought a championship fight. I lost. And that, that's when I actually started to take boxing serious. And that was 19 fights in. Um, so we never know. Um, what I would say in this fight is um, I think we should look forward to an exciting fight. Chavez, whatever you want to say, he's got a good chin. Likes to come forward, likes to stand in front of his opponent mm. and swing it out. Um, I think Canelo is going to be doing that same thing because I think there's a lot of, uh, and I say there's a lot, there's definitely a grudge match going on here. Um, there's definitely, you know, you heard Canelo say, I respect his father, his father is Mexico, but him, I don't like him. And it's all boiled down, which is actually quite funny. It all boils down to the Triple G and the fact that Canelo gave up his belts. And Chavez has really played on that to maybe get into the mind of Canelo. But you know what? For the first time, Canelo has came out and said something about this. Exactly. And after I read the story, I thought, right, now that makes sense. Yep. Right? So everyone's Can like... Can explain to the listeners yeah, as well? Everyone's yeah. like, you know, he's a pussy. He's given mm-hmm. up the belt. Right? Yep. Okay. The thing is, the fact that he kept silent about the truth shows mm. he's got a lot of integrity. Exactly. Right? What has happened behind the scenes? Actually, I shouldn't say this because we got endorsed by Mauricio Suleiman for the WBC. We've got to speak the truth. Well, all right. <laughs> okay. But so, uh, yeah, so basically what happened is when he got the belt, um, he was given 15 days to negotiate the mm-hmm. Triple G fight. Now, yep. that's a big fight. Yep. That's going to take a lot more than 15 days yep. to negotiate. Yeah. 100%. So we said, Especially look, with Triple G's negotiating yeah. team. And what he asked for was more time. Yep. And they were told him, no, you got 15 days. Mm. That's the reason he gave up the belt. Yeah. He wanted more time to negotiate, and right? So that's the first thing. And to why we know that's the truth is he's put that statement out there. No one has denied it. Well, not right? only that, he's not taking this belt. Right. If, even if then they got the Hutoy belt. So, yeah. And what they've said is, we don't want you involved. Yeah. We do not want you involved in this promotion. Mm-hmm. You know, the WBC, and we love the WBC. Yeah, of course we right? do. You know, great champions, great, great history. Great champions, great history, endorsing us, you know, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. 
you know. So they, um, yeah, they've just, they've created this spell and mm. and and they've sort of like made themselves involved in the promotion, mm. right? By creating this bill, which is no need for it really. And oh. Canelo's team have said we don't want you involved. Yeah. And then there's been a lot of bad publicity done behind Canelo over that saying no, you don't support the Huchoi people, blah blah mm. blah blah blah. You know. So I think. From that, what comes out from that, you know, where everyone used to think is giving the belt up not to face Triple G, that's mm. not really the case. Mm. You know, I need to realise that. And what you also need to know is leading up to this fight, there's been news that's been released that mm. the Triple G Canelo fight is very, very close to being signed off. Yeah, so they say. I mean, yeah. I'm still going to be so they say when it comes to Canelo and Triple G, but hopefully we get that um, done, that one agreed. Um, there's also talk about the WBC belt, him saying he will not be fighting for it if that fight is going to be agreed. So, and this is linked to Golovkin. Um, but in terms of Canelo, um, you know, the question I asked myself when he took this fight is, is he going to any, gain any credibility for taking this fight? Um, I think what he's trying to do, I think he's trying to get the love of Mexico back. Mm. Um, because as you said, when he gave up the belt, I mean, even Mexicans who are 100% back in their fans, you know, they're pure diehards, bias. They were like, nope, lost respect for him. He's a pussy. Canelo, Canelo, he's a pussy. And mm. I think by taking on this fight, what it does is he's going up in weight. So first thing they're going to question, well, why didn't you do that for Golovkin? Yeah, and that's exactly, an, and yeah. that's another subject. That doesn't make him look good. But ultimately, he's going up in weight to face a guy that is powerful, more powerful than him, better, longer reach, taller than him. Um, and it brings an unknown type of pressure because at the end of the day, they're fighting for Mexico. Now, me personally, yeah. I think I, I, so I if agree. You ever get a chance, I see right? Canelo knocking out Chavez um, late but I still think this is going to be a really intriguing fight in the early rounds I'd li- liken it to sort of Wayne Canelo for Cotto everybody was expecting that fight to be a blockbuster yeah. and it was a bit of a dour event um, Canelo you could say he turned up but Cotto didn't really try to push him I think Chavez is going to push Canelo and I think, think? the way, oh, yeah, 100% think he's back? I think he's going to be trying to push him back I think he's going to be getting up in his face rough arm house tactics um, and I think I really do see it as like when Diego de la, when Oscar De La Hoya beat his father mm. um, and it was that new crowning although that was a slightly different era I think I'm seeing the same thing I think he's going mm. to stop him I think he's just going to be a bit too much for him I mean, who's going to stop him? Um, Canelo right. I think he's going to stop him I think you just got to look at the calibre of opponents mm. that they fought um, and where Canelo's coming from his opponents smash Chavez's to bits. There's nobody on Chavez's resume Chavez that is really, really even touches even Amir Khan, and Amir Khan's not the same weight class. Yeah. I would probably say Smith was a dour element, but obviously he was doing that to get a belt back um, when he fought Liam Smith. Yeah. But outside of that, you look at his calibre of opponents, Kirkland, Lara, um, obviously Mayweather, regardless of whether he lost, he learned in that Mosley. fight. Shea Mosley, you know, Cotto. So these are guys that are tough, mm. tough guys. So um, my, myself, I'm going with Canelo. one thing, if you've noticed, right, if you get, have you noticed, Chavez has got a huge head. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah, but he's had that since birth. Yeah, it's the first time I picked up on it. It's unbelievable, Yeah, man. but have you seen a picture of him and his dad when, when he's a kid? When he's a kid, and the head, it, it's, it's like an eraser head or whatever you call it. man, but it's the recent one I've seen with Badu Jack. Yeah. I mean... When you see that picture, I was like, fuck, you know, he's got a big noggin, man. You know what I mean? If, if, if you had a head by competition with well, Canelo, he wins easy. That's a different one. You know there mean? you go. So, so we're going to see. But for me, that's how I see that fight going. Um, on the night, there's also quite a bit of... Um, oh, there's, a f- there's a few other exciting fights. Guys that are trying to make a return. So you've got David Lemieux versus Marco Reyes. Um, again, not a fight that is going to jump up and down, but I would say definitely check this out. Um, you've got... Uh, David Lemieux who's trying to make a comeback um, he's fighting uh, the another he's, he's, he'll be fighting a Mexican um, 
Reyes hasn't got the best of records, but he's definitely a tough fighter. Um, somebody that comes into brawl. Um, he's got some good names on his on his belt as well. So look forward to seeing that. You know, he fought Chavez Jr. but lost. Um, so you know, he's he's, he's a halfway fighter. Um, then you've also got the return of Lucas Matisse. Matisse. So hopefully that could bring back some exciting to the division. Um, what do you think about that, Coach? I mean, in terms Dude, of the you know, fight, shot, he's I, shot, he's shot. I, he's I mean, realistically, man. I think he's finished. But again, you know, with these guys. I look at with both of these guys. I think money's coming into that. I think they're looking at boxing now. I think they see there's some there's some money, and they probably need a couple more last paydays. Um, and their division, I mean, not not for Matisse, but definitely for uh, Lemieux. If Triple G goes up, then the division becomes a bit more interesting. So mm. oh, no, I'm, talking about, no, I'm talking about Matisse. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, I know. But Matisse, yeah. I don't think there's much he could do in that division, really. Um, I think there's too many too many strong champions there. Well, he's lost um, isn't he, recently? One know. thing I do want to say, and this is going out, Spencer just talked about the team behind Anthony Joshua, um, and I'm going to give you some advice from a wise old man that uh, is part of Raps on TV, but one thing I will say is please, 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 please stop all of this, and there's two things actually, stop those fire pop star AJ in lights thing. That was so cheesy watching him. When AJ came into the ring and he stood there on the mannequin and, you know, Klitschko's been in the ring for about five minutes and AJ's standing there in between the A and the J, which was in flames. Unbelievably cheesy. The guy has not achieved anything really. I agree that he's a great potential. He's a marketer's dream, but cut it out because these type of things make him lose focus and if he had lost that fight mm. that would have made you guys a real embarrassment so just let him go into the ring the way Mike Tyson did it the way Joshua said he wanted to do when he first started his career the second thing I'll say is to the fans please stop comparing this guy to Muhammad Ali Muhammad Ali, Ali was another level even if you want to talk about fighting ability he was another level if you want to talk about out of the ring it was another level so I agree there's a lot of hype over Joshua he is going to be a phenomenon. He's going to be a global star. But Ali is too much. And you've seen this picture where they're looking over. And I just thought to myself, guys, really? It's like are we the going reincarnation there? of Ali. What are you trying to insinuate? Is it Ali reborn? Exactly. Really? It's, it's, it's not. So that's the only thing I would say about that. Um, and um, you got some good news for our, our, our dedicated and loyal lis- listeners what is it that you want to tell me listen we've got some tickets to give away for where listen we've got two lots of tickets actually right okay. we've got VIP tickets yep. to Cal Yafai yep. right to join Raps on TV <coughs> VIP at Birmingham yep um, that's, that's next Sunday Next so Saturday. we're going to be doing a competition on that. We're going to be putting a, uh, a post out on Facebook. So keep an eye on that. Yeah. Right. But we're also giving away a couple of tickets to Brooks Spence. Specific- yeah. To join myself and Kojo uh, at the Brooks Spence fight in uh, Sheffield. We haven't decided whether we're going to stay the night out there or whatever. But you know, we'll, whoever wins. We will keep it within that hey, place. Hey, listen, whoever wins, you got to make your own logistics arrangement. Oh, yeah, no yeah, hotel, yeah. no transport. It's just a fight. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, yeah, Just yeah. to be clear. <laughs> right. So the question is, right, I'm going to put this out on Facebook. So you need to listen to the show to find out what the question is. And you're going to put the answer on the Facebook post, right? Brooke is fighting Spence in a couple of weeks' time for the IBF Welterweight Championship of the World, right? How did Spencer, Spence Jr., become mandatory to fight face Kelbrook. Yep. So Who did he question. beat? Who did he beat in his eliminator to face Kelbrook? There you go. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. So listen, I see we've got a caller, last caller of the night. Zero four one. It's your lucky night. Question or statement? And on the windows. Once again, you must be 
Hello. 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 Bit of background noise there. Sound like you got TV or radio on there, mate. Sounds like you're on a flight. Hi. Hello. Hi. Zero four one. Hi. Who's speaking? Yeah, this is Kofi from Hounslow. Okay, hi Kofi, yes. how are you? I think he's called before, yes. Yeah, he has called before. Question of yeah, statement, yeah, Kofi. Yeah, yeah. Yo, sorry man, I, I, I downed in a little bit late, but I just got one the one question about about Tyson Fury. Yep. Go ahead. Um any which any which way this guy um any which way uh, uh Joshua fights him. It'll, it'll be it'll be termed as um he's he's fighting um for no Tyson Fury will ever regain what he used to be before. So I I really think that that's not be calling out for at all. I don't know what you guys think about. <coughs> yeah. Um. So just to answer that, we, we earlier in the show we did talk about that. I mean, I think uh, and and now probably wisely said that you know the adrenaline got to. Joshua and he called him out because there was a back and forth going during the week I feel that's the worst option for him to take financially it's probably the best um, but I think it's the worst for him in terms of credibility because Fury is a long way off I mean he's got a lot of weight to lose then he's got to get uh, match fit uh, fight fitness um, and then he's just got to be in fight so I think that fight realistically is probably, probably about 12 not 12 months, months away. At yeah, least. 12 yeah. months away. So he's got to wait at least 12 months. So hopefully he has some good mandatory defences of his two belts and then we can pick that up. Coffee, who do you think he should fight next? Hello? Hello? He should... Who should Joshua fight? Yeah, who should Joshua fight now? He needs he needs to rake in some some easy money, so he should be fighting the, the mandatory just just to get himself. Yeah, I think that's what we're saying. Himself back and up because don't forget he's saying that he's he's only at fifty percent. He still needs to learn a few mm. a few things more. So he mm. he needs to get a few of those juicy juicy mandatory to knock them out. Get get more, more confidence while building up his experience and then, mm. and then go and, and fight the big boy in the United States. That's, mm. that's a real deal yeah. and that's where he, he needs to be at. Good yeah. point, good point. Thank you very much, Kofi. So I'm going to let you go, but thanks for calling in. Keep supporting. Um, and hopefully hear you last all week. Good, all next good, week. guys. Want... Oh, sorry, give me one second. I, I heard that. Say that again. I said I want to see you, you guys on on WhatsApp as well, man. So so we, we, we can exchange some some pictures and all that sort of stuff, man, yeah. and 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 get more people to feel the vibe. Yeah, yeah good, yeah. good so, suggestion. Uh, we're gonna yeah, yeah, get in touch with us on Facebook, and, and we we'll uh, get all the numbers in. That's for anybody else yeah. listening. Actually, if you want to know about the show when we're going live, if anything. Um, Send us a message on Facebook, your mobile, and we'll set up a WhatsApp group. Yeah. Even though WhatsApp went down last night, I'm sure we'll, once we're back on online, we'll help her get, resolve that situation. Yeah. But thanks thanks for that, Kofi. So, um, yeah, that's it, guys. So, listen, I just want to say that's it for us. Um, a massive shout-out to all the listeners again, um, all across the globe. We really appreciate your support. Um, all of that, all of that, all of that. Yeah, guys, thank you so much. You know, we are definitely going international. Down to 76% in the UK, but that means more of the world is listening. More of the world is you know, listening. We're on Twitter, at Raps on TV, Instagram, Raps on TV, Facebook, Raps on TV. And don't forget, we've got the website, www.rapsontv.com. Hopefully, we're going to get some advertisers and pay sponsorship on their website very soon. 
just want to say, listen, we're always on the lookout for people to join the team. We can't pay you, but the reward is being part of this boxing community that we're building. So I think that's good enough payment. So listen, guys, keep supporting, keep sharing, keep liking, all of that, all of that, all of that, and we're out. And download the show from iTunes. Jimmy Mac Jr.? Jimmy Mac Jr. <laughs>